Hi. Uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about the anatomy of the knee, which, uh, although it might seem like a simple joint, is going to be a struggle to talk about in less than five minutes. Right, let me start my... No, let me cheat. We're going to talk about the movements and the function of the knee, the bones that are involved. We're going to do a little bit of synovial joint stuff. I'm a big fan of articular cartilage. We'll talk about the main ligaments, the menisci, and then I'll try and get in the loading movement on extension when you stand. Right, so that's my introduction cheat, right? Um, find my timer. Okay, five minutes. So the knee is the largest joint in the body, which makes sense because it has to take a lot of load. Most of your body weight is above your knee, so it's important in raising your body weight and lowering your body weight, as well as walking and that sort of thing. It's a hinge joint. It takes huge compressive loads, um, and the major movements at the knee joint are flexion and extension. So extension is when you uh, extend your leg out straight and flexion is when you bend your knee and you flex your uh, lower leg back towards your thigh. Uh, the muscles of the knee are also very large for that same reason. They have to lift a lot of weight and lower a lot of weight. The bones involved are the femur, that is the bone of the thigh, and the tibia, that's your shin bone. The tibia is the big load-bearing bone of the lower leg. Those two articulate to form the hinge joint of the knee. The fibula is another little bone that's lateral to the tibia. It's not actually directly involved in the knee joint. The other bone is the patella. The patella is a bone within the tendon of the quadriceps muscle group. It's a sesamoid bone. It protects the knee joint and it gives a mechanical advantage to those muscles of the knee joint by pushing the tendon away from the pivot point. So it makes a mechanical advantage there. Um, the knee is a synovial joint. The synovial joints in the body are specialised and allow uh, a good range of movement, a friction-free movement. They're the, the joints that we move the most. And a synovial joint, uh, we find articular cartilage, which is a form of hyaline cartilage covering the bone surfaces. So that's a nice slippery um, cartilage uh, covering the surfaces that are going to rub against each other. Articular cartilage is excellent at withstanding load. In fact, it gets thicker with use and loading, like walking and running, gravity-based exercises. It doesn't wear out. It can constantly re renews itself. Um, but it is susceptible to arthritis. When we talk about arthritis, this is often the cartilage we're talking about. Um, and in arthritis, the mechanisms managing that cartilage renewal through life get affected or the biomechanics of the joint are damaged, leading to breakdown of that articular cartilage. So that's a big issue in the knee joint. Synovial fluid covers those articular surfaces, super, super slippery. Uh, great stuff. And all of that is held in by a synovial capsule. So a connective tissue capsule surrounds the, the joint, keeps that synovial fluid in and next to those articular surfaces. Um, and there are continuations and folds of that synovial capsule that form bursi. So these are like uh, friction-free sacs that lie between structures to uh, allow them to move around each other around a joint. Bursi. The ligaments in the joint are really important. We have internal ligaments inside the joint running from the femur to the tibia and they cross each other making a cross shape. So they get called the anterior and posterior cruciate ligaments. Now the femur actually 
spins on top of the tibia rather than acting more like a door hinge. Oh, that's kind of like a door hinge, how a door hinge works. Um, so the anterior and posterior cruciate ligaments keep the femur and tibia together as the femur spins over the top of the tibia during flexion and extension. So the, the, the condyle is the knuckle of the femur and it sits on top of the tibial plateaus, kind of like the flat tops of the tibia. Um, so damage to the anterior cruciate ligament means that the tibia will be able to slip anteriorly relative to the femur, and damage to the posterior cruciate ligament lets the tibia slip posteriorly relative to the femur. Two other ligaments are the collateral ligaments on either side. There's a, a lateral collateral ligament that runs from the lateral epicondyle of the femur to the fibula head, and there's a medial collateral ligament running from the medial epicondyle of the femur to the medial tibia. Epicondyle just means upon the knuckle, upon the condyle. And those are holding the joint together, keeping the femur and tibia together, and they're at, at, under greatest tension when the, the, the knee is extended. Those are the major ligaments of the knee. Damage to any of those ligaments um, will cause problems with the knee joint. Although the muscles are also really good at stabilizing the knee joint, so strong muscles help. They're part of the stability of the knee joint. Menisci are wedges of fibrocartilage filling the gaps left by the curved surfaces of the of the knuckles of the knee uh, inside the knee joint. And they're, they're curved, they're, crescent, they're like crescent shapes around the joint on either side. There's a medial meniscus and a lateral meniscus. <gasps> There's my five minutes. Um, uh, and they, so they, they kind of fill that space. They make the, They support the joint a little bit. Uh, the key idea here is that the medial meniscus is attached to the medial collateral ligament, so damage to the MCL may also damage that medial meniscus. And if you damage a meniscus, that's likely to cause pain and swelling and difficulty moving the knee joint, difficulty loading the joint, and can lead to osteoarthritis. So that's how menisci often come up. But they're wedged like space fillers inside the knee. Last point, when you extend the knee joint to stand still, there is a little medial rotation of the femur relative to the tibia. This is the screw home mechanism. The knee becomes locked. And what this means is that we can stand up and the big muscles can relax a little so we can stand up using less energy. And then there's a little popliteal muscle, sorry, popliteus muscle that contracts on flexion to laterally rotate the femur and unlock the knee at the start of flexion. Right, okay, I know I went a little bit over, but and I cheated as well, but that is the anatomy of the knee joint and the key ideas. <laughs> <laughs>